Wilson. Head power, right? Come on, where the power, Wilson? Oh, there you go. Oh, bro, we're going to podcast and a half for you today. So today we're going to talk about um, being being a sissy on social media. Okay, now, because I don't like to say pussy because, you know, let's get small kids listening, right? All right, so for you small kids that tune in, we get a couple. Okay, so uh, we just we just mean on small cat. Okay, on cat, on pussy cat. Yeah, being on pussy cat on social media. Now, you know, this thing, bro, I've been watching this thing develop over the years, right? And um, and we're going to talk about some other things, too, on a podcast. But that's first. And I've been watching this this stuff develop. You know, in the beginning, right? So we've seen, we seen chicks, and they was airing out their dirty laundry. Bro, okay, so when I used to work on the radio, right? When I used to work on the radio, um, we used to work with this girl. Well, I didn't work with her. But but there was this girl that used to work with the with the crew, right? When I was in there, and and so one day she broke up with her boyfriend, right? I guess I don't know. I guess he was fooling around. They was both see the entertainment community, the radio community, all this kind of stuff. They all tie it in, okay? They all tie it in, and and sometimes when they when they tie in. They, they cross different, you know, venues, right? So some of the radio guys like me and, you know, had a couple other guys, right? So they the radio guys, but then they go entertain and then vice versa. The entertain guys, you know, they, they pull a couple nights on the radio kind of stuff, right? And so we had we had that kind of stuff. And so, so that used to happen. And every once in a while, right? I mean, you know, bro, I cannot tell you how many guys is tempted by females, Right in the entertainment industry, myself included. Well, I wasn't really tempted, but they just they just came. They just they just like, hey, what's up, Junior? You know, and I, you know, sometimes came in the form of a challenge, like like what you think you hot, you know, hot crap. And and I was like, well, almost almost would swear I always, you know, like, hey, what you think you hot crap, you know? And then half an hour later, come to find out that was just a foreplay, and we was down a hotel. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. I mean, but but this guy, I guess he fooled around, right? And then this girl who was, you know, on the radio doing the news kind of stuff, um, and she found out, and she went bust the guy. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you guys. Now, we was talking about relationships and, you know, that kind of stuff. Okay, girls will catch you. Girls, dudes, I'm telling you right now, girls will catch you. Okay, because they're better than us at hiding stuff and they can hide the fact that they're checking up on you, right? They're much more stealthy than you, bro. I, I, I hate to tell you if you don't know by now, but if you're with a girl and you're fooling around on her right now, okay, um, I wouldn't advise that. See, you know what I did like several times? There, there was one time, because, because I'm not one of them small cats. You see what I'm saying? I don't put up for bull crap. 
right? And and so so number one, there were, I remember this time this girl gained forty pounds. I went with this girl, right? And then she got comfortable and she gained forty pounds, like not not like overnight, but like along the way, But And you know, I noticed like, wow, she getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and pretty soon, I kicked her butt out. Right? I know what you're saying, right? Shallow. No, standards. Okay, there you go. Standards. Okay. Now, now, a female will do that. They will get and, and dudes do that too, and they get comfortable, and they get complacent, right? With the dudes, it's little. It's, it's a little different. It's more like they get complacent, and they start relinquishing their role as a man. They start, you know, they stop doing the the man responsibilities, and then then yeah, role reversal happens, and then. Yeah, so that, you know, and then the girl leaves him, right? But if you're a dude and 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 you, your girl starts, you know, getting too relaxed and all of a sudden she's down a donut shop every day and you, you know what I'm saying? All right, so anyway, but but what what I'm getting around to, you know, is is that these things happen in relationships, whatever. So if a guy, right, fools around, right, on, on, on a girl, she's more likely to catch him than the other way around. Okay? And there's, there's several times. There's one time I offered this girl, you know, the world. I said, I said, okay, look, you can do what you like. Because I already knew what was going on, right? And and I didn't even have to check up. I, I knew already. And I said, I said, no, you can just the kind. You can just do whatever you like. And then you come back. And then there's me and you, you know, back here at the house. And then whatever I do, I do. Whatever you do, you do. And we have an open relationship. Like, and she said, I'm not like that, thing. And she kind of kind of sounded almost like that. <laughs> almost. But, and then, you know, but my point is, right, don't fool around. You don't need to fool around. You know what I did? I broke up with him. You know, if, if, I, if I saw that, okay, my relationship or whatever, it, it couldn't, it didn't have to be a relationship. Girls I was dating... And things was things wasn't going right, and and I thought to myself like, ah, this girl not gonna make a good girlfriend, or this this not going any place, right? I broke up with him, and I went with the next chick, right? And then, and the, the next one, and that whatever, right? I'm just I'm just saying I'm I'm being honest with you guys. It is better to do that to break up with him, right? Then then to go run somebody into the ground, right? To go to go. Emotionally screw somebody up, right? So they gotta end up in therapy, cause, cause you know, I mean, bro, that that happened too, you know, cause life happens, right? When I was younger, bro, I had this relationship, and like, after a while, it was kind of like we was taking out our frustrations out on each other, right? And she ended up in therapy, and how's this? Cause, cause I, but I, I never even know until my next girlfriend, right? Cause my next, here's what happened, Hawaiian. And this is synchronicity for the law of attraction, right? Synchronicity. That's when, that's when, synchronicity is when things happen, right? And you find out about it or you see it or, you know, so this is synchronicity right now. So this happened. So, so I was going with this new girl, right? I broke up with the other girl, like long gone already, like was, was over a year. And I started going with this new girl. Well, this new girl knew about the old girl, right? She knew about her. And, and so, and, and what happened was that this old girl, right? The old girlfriend, right? The ex, okay? <laughs> the ex. And there was no kids or anything like that. So that um, the ex got into a car accident and the new girl was working for an insurance company. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> bro, this is, this is, bro, you cannot make this stuff up. 
and the new girl was working for the insurance company, right? So, so this girl, right, tells me, did you know that so-and-so, you know, my ex, right? Did you know that so-and-so was see, seeing a therapist for 13 years? I'm like, no. I mean, like, so she started telling me everything about my ex that I never know, right? You know, you see what I'm saying? It was crazy. And she goes, and, and I said, no, I had no idea. She goes, yeah. And she started telling me all these facts. She started telling me all this stuff. And she goes, do you know that in her records, because I guess they look at the medical records, the insurance guys. So here's what I'm going to tell you guys, right? Be careful what you tell your therapist because they're going to write them down. And when you get in something like on car accident or something, the insurance people can read everything you said, right? And she goes, yeah, you know what they wrote down? I'm like, what? And they were effing junior this, effing junior that, that effing junior. And I was like, you know, I took it as a badge of honor. <laughs> I was like, well, whatever. You see what I'm saying? Because I never care. I mean, if you care, Hoynes, right? That's when you start running into problems, if you care. Okay? And then, then you're going to end up in therapy, right? But I never care. And I'm like, so? You know, and this was, you know, I want to say this is over 20 years ago. This is a long time ago. And so she started telling me about all this stuff. And then she said, did you know who bought her that car? And I'm like, no. And she goes, well, apparently she had one sugar daddy, right? And the reason I tell you guys this story, right? Because nobody knows who this is. You see what I'm saying? And no more, no more names on this show. I try to tell you what's going to happen, right? If you try to put one over on, on female, okay? Because they can find out stuff like this, but they're good. They're really good at this, right? And so my girlfriend, right, at the time, starts telling me all about my ex and Oh yeah, and you know who bought her the car? And and she gave me the name and she told me and she told me the whole trip. And we were sitting down for dinner at the time at home, you know, she would cook dinner, everything. And and she was schooling me on, on my ex. And I'm like, well, you know, first of all, okay, and this is what I would tell you, Hawaiians. When I get involved with a girl, or when I make friends with a dude, I don't care about their past. I don't care what they did before they knew me. You see what I'm saying? I only care about how they treat me, right? And how they are with me. Because there's so many people, you know, a lot of people, right? They will say, and this is law of attraction too, right? What you put out comes back. And a lot of people will say, oh, you know so-and-so, bro. Ah, oh, the guy, he's a jerk. And then you meet that so-and-so, right? And he's the nicest guy to you, right? Because you react different with different people, Hines, okay? So different people. You can get on different vibe with somebody. You can... You can act different with that person, and that that establishes your relationship with that person, not hearsay. I know guys, but I had on client. He was all about hearsay. Oh, you know what I heard? And I go, what you heard? Oh, well, you know, this, 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 that, 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 you know? And I'm like, what? Is that what you heard? And he was like, yeah. Oh, but he was talking about other business stuff. You know, he was talking about the rail. He was talking about other stuff. He was talking about, like, you know, not personal stuff. But I'm just saying, if you operate on hearsay, or if, you use, if you're used to operating on hearsay, then, yeah, your mind going to get all bust up. Mm-hmm. So it's best to, you know, get things from the horse's mouth. It's best to deal with, you know, the person straight up, direct, you know, the, that kind of thing, right? And because the law of attraction says that what you focus on intensifies. If you're focusing on gossip, 
if you're focusing on what somebody said or whatever, right? What are you what are you attracting into your life? You're attracting gossip, you're attracting hearsay, you're attracting, you know, rumors, you're attracting all that stuff. And that will throw you because those are not necessarily, okay, I'll say necessarily. Sometimes they're facts, but they're not necessarily facts, right? So anyway, so so my girlfriend at the time was telling me all these stories about these guys. I found out her life story. <clears throat> and I, I never even know nothing about her life story when I knew her, right? And I never care. The only thing that was important to me, Hawaiians, was how she treated me and how we were together and what happened with us. And that was it. But I never care. I never ask. I never I never pry. <laughs> you know, like, oh, what you did before. You, you, know, you know what I mean? I never care. So anyway, so that happened, right? So I would tell you gentlemen out there, okay? And this is uncle advice to you 30-year-olds, you 23-year-olds, you 20-year-olds. Because we get 20-year-olds listening, okay? Especially 23, we get we get larger demographic on this show. But never mind, okay? First of all, never mind what somebody did before you. Everybody has a past. And we all have demons in our past, right? Or let's say it another way because this is not church. This is not, you know, we're not trying to influence your mind. (laughs) We're not trying to do that. But we all have negative things that happen. We all have negative tendencies. We all have negative, right? Negative. I mean, negative and positive. And so the negative is not important. And you don't want to bring that into a relationship. You don't want to sit down and go, okay, you you know, I, I sat down to cocktails one night with this girl because I, I met her in a Mexican restaurant and I thought she was cute. And so I said, hey, you know, I, I, I said, give me your number. So the girl I was with went to the bathroom and we wasn't really seeing each other. She was she was my ex and my ex and I just happened to go out for dinner. And then I saw this other girl, right? So I was in, and now my ex would totally um, <laughs> block. <laughs> she would totally block, right? So... So when she went to the bathroom, I, I, you know, I saw the girl and I said, hey, give me a number. And she gave me her number and I invited her to cocktails. So we went to cocktails and we sat down at cocktails. And so here's what I do, Hawaiians. This is, this is, this is my kind. Everybody get their own, right? The way I do it, right? <clears throat> I will invite somebody that I'm interested in to cocktails and we will sit down. And I normally have a glass of wine. And it is never my intention. Okay, now sometimes it is change, but it's never my intention to hanapa on the first date, right? Because I mean, it happens. It it happens more than you think. It happens a lot. And normally, when it happens, it's not me. It's the girl that initiates. Okay, and and if you guys know anything, the, the you guys that know about girls, you guys you guys get it too. The guys that don't know about girls, they don't open the door for the girl to do that you see what i'm saying and i i open the door automatic because it's just how i interact with with girls but i'm saying you, you know my policy was okay first date just enjoy no need hanapa no need you know this is not a one night stand conquest just just enjoy so i took this girl right we went down to this place that i like because nobody bothers me nobody comes up and goes, hey junior how are you oh junior oh, we love your music you know nobody does that they, they see me, they know me, they go, hey, what's up? You know, just regular local people, right? And I go in the corner, and I had, I had this corner table that I always went to. In fact, I think, I think they were put up on plaque. <laughs> you know, Junior, Junior had, 
1500 dinners over here with, with chicks. <laughs> I don't know, but I used to think the chicks over there. Anyway, so I took her over there. We sat down, right? And I had my, I was on my first glass of wine, okay? And, and this girl started talking about her ex, right? <laughs> and in my mind, I was like, ah, it's, it's one of these, right? And sure enough, bro, the whole time, the whole time, she used to work for a post office. Well, she did work for the post office at that time. And I don't know if the post office did that to her. I don't know if the guy traumatized her that much. I don't know what it was, right? Uh, but this girl went on and on and on. <laughs> I can't, can't even tell you about her ex and what he did to her. And he's an a-hole and blah, 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 blah right? Okay. So the, the, the guy, right, was just being a guy. It, as far as I could see, uh, you know, from my determination and analyzing the situation, he was just being a dude. And she was disgusted with this guy. I mean... You know, and, and it sounded like he was kind of a jerk kind of guy. And those are the guys that get the chicks, you know. And and I got to tell you guys, okay, just as a side note, you don't have to be a jerk with chicks. Jerks get a lot of chicks because they don't care, okay. You do have to not care, okay. Don't care, but you don't have to be a jerk. In other words, what I'm saying is you don't have to be mean to a girl to, to attract a girl, but you have to know how to attract her. You have to know how to push pull. You have to know how to push her away, right? And and you have to know how to interact. So girls are like, okay, let me put them to you this way. You 22 year olds, okay, listen up. Listen up to Unks. I'm gonna tell you right now. Girls, you gotta look at girls either like on Braddy Kid Sister, okay? Or like on, you know, you know how one father and one daughter interact, right? So the, the father sitting on a big, you know, lazy boy. Watching this game, right? And the little girl, because these girls, right, they they in their 20s, 30s, 40s, they still that little girl, okay? So don't let the appearance throw you. All right, so the little girl, right, comes, she jumps on daddy's lap, she wants daddy's attention, okay? Daddy's busy watching the game. What does daddy do, okay? Daddy will push her away. Hey, 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 daddy's busy, daddy's busy. When he does that, what does she do? More she comes, more she comes, right? You see what I'm saying? Okay, then what happens? Well, then during the commercial, right, daddy pays attention to her. Because daddy really, I mean, he knows that he, she's just trying to get his attention. And daddy gives her love, right? So daddy will hug her and kiss her and whatever, tickle her, whatever. Then the game comes back on and he says, all right, come on, go. And she goes, Right? And she'll go and she'll play and she'll do whatever she's doing, right? And then every once in a while, she'll come back. Now, if you handle girls like that, that's really all you need to know. You don't need to hurt the girl. You don't need to, you know, be some kind of a punk. You, you don't need to be like that, okay? But you got to push away. You go, okay, she's here. You're playing. When you power play, you're, all right, go. I got to go. I got, I got to work. I got to do whatever. Go, beat it. <laughs> whatever, whatever, right? You don't need to hurt the girl. You don't need to be an a-hole with the girl. Just operate like that. And you pretty much got it made. And pretty much every woman is hardwired this way. Okay, they're hardwired like this. Okay, so you got to, you know, or treat them like a bratty kid sister. Here's the opposite, right? 
when you put a girl on a pedestal, right? You you make her the queen of the world. <laughs> okay. First of all, you go freak her out, okay? Because she knows she's not the queen of the world, right? Then she automatically looks at you and she goes, well, this guy is a wuss, <laughs> right? Because he's treating me like this. I'm like, like, whoa, this guy this guy never had some in his life or what? Right? You see what I'm saying? Right? And, and that's how that chick will look at you. And she will look at you like, you know, you ever seen those old movies with the swamp monsters and all that stuff hanging on them from the swamp? That's how she, that's how she could look at you always, okay? Mm. Well, I'm telling you, okay? So anyway, don't, don't do that, okay? So I was listening to this chick, and then she was, you know, on and on and on. So now, when a chick does this on a date, some guys, okay, some guys will stand up and leave, okay, and leave her hanging and make her pay the pay her part of the bill and he'll go to the because i've done this and i you know go to the bar and you know you throw down the 10 bucks for your wine and you walk out right or you say you know what i gotta go and you and you just go okay or you go you know what it's getting late i gotta work tomorrow and you go pay the bill and you walk out and you're done right okay well I work so much, Hawaii. <laughs> right. I work, 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 work. And I was on the radio that week. And and that week I was on Monday through Friday. And this was like this was like Wednesday. And and so I just wanted to relax, right? So men have this this wonderful thing. Praise the Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father God. We have this thing called selective hearing that we can just turn off. You know, we can turn we turn off that you married guys, you guys know, right? You guys gotta perfect it. Single guys like me, I don't know, we gotta eh, we gotta make an effort to flip that switch, but you guys, you guys got them automatic. And all you do is you look at them and you're going, Yeah? Oh really? Oh. Ah oh, oh, terrible. Yeah, yeah. For, for real. And you you just going like that, right? You're not hearing the details. You're not. You're hearing sound, but you're not hearing okay. and what I do is I focus on the wine. I focus on having a good time and I focus on the wine. I'm listening to the karaoke in the background, right? I'm listening to the singers singing karaoke in the background. This chick is going on and on and on and on, right? And at that point, when I start focusing on the wine, okay, this chick has no chance in hell for a second date or anything, like nothing, right? <laughs> Not even, I mean, nothing, Hawaiians, nothing, okay? And and so I focus on the wine. And I, you know, I focus on one, two glass, whatever, three glass sometimes. If I'm tired, you know, because like I said, I work a lot. I work 16-hour days. In the old days, 17-hour days, right? I just focus on the wine. I have a good time, right? I'm just cruising, right? And she's talking. And I, I'm not even listening. Right? I'm listening to the karaoke. But anyway, that's what you can do, Okay. You can do that. You can switch them off. Married guys know exactly what I'm talking about because they, they're professionals. They, they got to do that. Yeah, they got to do that. And so, so anyway, but that happened. And I'm like, whoa, like she actually thinks like I'm her emotional tampon. You see what I'm saying? That's what you call an emotional tampon. Now, if you guys, you 23-year-old guys, if you guys are going to sit there and absorb that, okay, Absorb all that. Okay. Now you guys are actually the victims of abuse at that point, and and you need to stick up for yourself. 
You need to, you need to put your foot down and go, okay, baby, you know, I, I, I gotta go, it's getting late, <laughs> or whatever you gotta do, but, you know, in my case, I was just into the wine, I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I need a drink, I, I'm just gonna, you know, I need some relaxation, and I, I know how to focus on other stuff, <laughs> so it took to me, it was, you know, I told a story on the radio the next day, everybody was like, oh, bruh, <laughs> you know, and then people started calling up, going, oh, yeah, yeah, I had one like that last week. You know, I had one like that. Okay, so so here's the thing, right? Now, that girl that I told you, right, when we started the podcast, I told you that girl that started putting all her business on social media. Okay, so so this girl, so so these girls, some of these girls, right, when they break up with guys like, and they put all their, they, they vent everything on social media or whatever. Like, like this girl, I don't know her social media. I never, never saw it. Never, never looked into it. Never cared. Like I said, I don't care. Right. But, but sometimes what happens is these stories go on social media. Okay. Now I see so much. I, I'm on several platforms. Okay. I'm on Instagram. I work on Instagram. I have a, I have an account that I don't do really too much of anything with on Instagram. And I have I have a TikTok and I have Facebook. And so I see the different demographics. Now on TikTok, there's a young demographic. Like TikTok, I want to say, has the most diverse demographic from 13 plus, right? And, and you know, there's guys like, there's, there's older guys. And I see them guys, right? And they're all acting, you know, like they're 25. And I think it's healthy, at, I mean, for them. I, I really do because it keeps them active it keeps them learning new things when you learn new things you fire new neurons in your brain you create new new neuron new uh uh the kind you know the kind you know the kind firing new the kind circuits okay you create new ones in your brain okay so sorry i now i'm the kind nuclear scientist for the brain i don't do the kind so anyway but but that's what happens <laughs> okay you, you create new circuits in your brain okay so and then I see the guys on Instagram. Now, that's guys in the 30s and 40s and, you know, uh, 20s, 20s, 30s and 40s. They're the younger crowd, a little bit younger, and they don't go as old. So, you don't, you know, you see some, but yeah, you don't see some. You don't see the 75-year-old patriots on there. Yeah, you see some, but, but you know. And, and then you go on Facebook, and now, now you see the, you know, the grandparents and, and all of that, the the 75, 80 year olds that, you know, they tech savvy, they learned this stuff, they went to the, they went to the iPhone classes down at the, the mall, you know, to Apple store, right? And they did all that. And they, and they, you know, they enjoying themselves, right? Now, these guys on Facebook, I don't know where this came from, okay? But they're showing dead bodies on Facebook at a funeral, seeking sympathy, okay? They're talking about their breakups on Facebook seeking sympathy right they're they're in the and this comes in the form of prayer warriors and all this kind bro i can't tell you i had appendicitis last year you know during during 2020 right when we was when we was going through all kind of trips right everybody was going through trips and in quarantine and all of that i had appendicitis i went to the hospital okay we didn't mention anything except for my TikTok account because that was the account that, that was working, right? So that the account that you're working, you put stuff on. But we never asked for prayer warriors. We never asked for prayers. We just said, hey, I'm, I'm over here now and we got to go through this. 
And then I walked out of the hospital the same day. I put a video up of me walking out of the hospital. I mean, you know, but when you're seeking sympathy, that's different. Seeking sympathy, okay, being a wuss. Seeking sympathy, you know, like, oh, please pray for me. Uh, I got to go through this, that, whatever. Hawaiians, let me tell you, when I'm on my deathbed, you ain't going to see me on Facebook going, oh, you know, I've been diagnosed and I have two months to live. And, but if I get two months to live, the last thing I'll be doing is put them on Facebook. If I have two months to live, you will not hear from me. I promise. I, you will not hear from me. And I will have somebody take down my social media and, and I will be an afterthought, okay? Because here's the thing. You know, I was talking about narcissists on one of a, the podcasts, right? And I know these guys in entertainment, they are narcissists, right? They started out poor in their life, okay? So I'm sorry, I, I did not start out poor, okay? But I became poor, okay? I threw everything away, I slept on a sidewalk, did all that kind of stuff, right? Please, don't feel sorry for me. I had a good time. I had a great time. I wanted to see how the art I have lived. And, you know, I had a great time. Would I want to be a street person in this day and age? No. It's very different now. But back in the day, I mean, back in the day, I want to say it was a little, it was a little tougher. It was a little tougher because, yeah, people, I don't know. There was bullets flying. There was all kinds of stuff. But... I will tell you that, that yeah, you know, I wouldn't want to be a street person now. The environment is totally different. The environment, everything has changed. But back in the day, it was, I want to say it was pretty cool. It was a good adventure, right? Now, you know, on a podcast, I let you guys into the good and bad parts of my life. It's not just, you know, oh, I'm the hero and this is what I did. And, and I came from the housing and now I'm the man. And, you know, not like that, okay? But, but, bro, I had some good people taking care of me when I was on the street. Some good people. I mean, really, really good people. And that's the only reason I got past it. And I got off the street. And I, and I made something of my life, right? Now, there's these other guys that I met in the entertainment world that never slept on a sidewalk. <laughs> they, were in, they were in the housing, okay? But they were poor, now, that means that you have food to eat. That means you have clothes to wear, although they may not have been the best clothes, right? Maybe you go Goodwill, whatever, okay? But you had. You had something. You was just poor. You was on the low side of the spectrum, see? Now, I was on the zero side of the spectrum, Hawaiians. I was zero. I, You know, there was days where I never have nothing for eat. And we had to do what is called scraping up. You guys know what is scraping up, right? You know, you scrape up, and, and I don't mean going out and begging for money. Now, that's another thing, right? And you see these kids nowadays, they're with the fishnets, and they're in traffic. Well, they haven't done it since COVID, but before that, they was teaching these kids to beg. These kids are raising money for football team, for basketball, whatever, high school, right? They was with fishnets, right, standing at the intersection, trying to get money from cars, like, oh, please donate. And they're wearing their shirts. We're teaching kids to beg. Okay. Now, what is the, the correct way of going about it? Well, you know, if you want to go sell sweet bread door to door, you know, if you want to go sell lao lao, whatever, car wash tickets, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But this is like, you're offering nothing. You, you're standing there with a fishnet. You're not offering anything, right? Okay. Please do not teach your kids to beg. 
Okay, that is, I never begged. When I was on the street, I never begged. Here's what I did, Hawaiians. I made friends with the merchants in the area because I slept on a sidewalk in Chinatown and I made friends with, this is one Chinese guy. He was awesome, right? And I made friends with him. And I said, see you, is there anything I can do? I, I like earn some money. Is there anything I can do for you? And, and he used to let me sweep up. He used to let me do stuff, right? I made friends with this one guy, okay? And, and um, I know I mentioned his name, but but this this one guy, right? And he had different kind of connections, okay? And they own a chain of bookstores and all this kind of stuff, right? And I went to him. I said, bro, you know, I'm just looking for some work. And he, he said, hey, you know what? I get some speaking span in the back in one bucket. And you can come in like 1130 at night when nobody stay. And, and you can take down all those X-rated magazines from the shelf. And you can wipe down all the shelves. That's a good project. I think I think I would like that. And, bro, guess what I did, Hawaiians? I went in that shop, right, with the ladder, step ladder, taking all these X-rated girly books off the, off the shelves, right? You know, trust me, Hawaiians, I wanted to. I wanted to go through and read some. I wanted to look at the pictures of some of them books, right? But they was all in plastic. So my job was to clean the plastic cover, right? You wipe them down. You wipe down the, 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 the whole shelf, right? You make them clean, right? And then you put back all the books the way you found them, right? And you do the whole the whole place, the, everything, all the shelves, you know? And they had like one whole wall full of shelves like that. And then I did the machines and then I did, you, you see? And brother would pay me like 50 bucks when I was pow. And I was like 50 bucks in 1981 was a lot of money in Chinatown. For 50 bucks, I could buy cigarettes. I could buy, yeah, I used to smoke back in the day. Cigarettes, right? I, All kinds of stuff. I, I mean, go down to a Chinese restaurant. Bro, we could pound for $15. We could pound. And I, I'm not talking like on plate lunch. I'm talking like on table full of food. Bro, fried rice, cow yuk. I mean, you name it, right there, boom. You know, vegetables with mushroom, all this kind of stuff. All my two today, my favorites, right? I kind of eat them all the time, but that's my favorite. And and so all these things, you know, you could think of instead of begging, instead of going around and oh, can I have a dollar? Oh, can I have a can I have five? Can I have a dollar? Can I have five dollar? I, I want to buy. No, you don't do that, Hawaiians. You make yourself useful. You got to offer something in exchange, okay? If you want a dollar from some, you know, like like some people, right? If they're local and I see them and they're local people, and I got to say that, yeah, okay, that, that may sound a little racist to you. But, you know, I believe in taking care of our local people. If I see somebody and they're local and they ask me for money, now I, I'll give them money, right? And if I see somebody that looks like they just got off the plane, because that's what they do, Hawaiians. They put these guys on the plane, social workers in the mainland, put these guys on the plane, send them to Hawaii because there's no snow. So these guys can weather the winter time. You see what I'm saying? These guys can make it through the winter. And they send these guys to Hawaii and they end up on the taxpayers, uh, the taxpaying rolls, right? Welfare. They end up collecting medical and all this stuff. And they're still on the street, but they're eligible. You see what I'm saying? And they get checks and stuff. And it, you you think a lot of these guys don't get nothing. Bro, they get. They get. And and you still see. You know the guys? You know the guys standing? You know you come down the poly highway. They're standing on the corner with the sign. You know, can you help? Anything helps or whatever. Bro, those guys make bucks. 
those guys make bucks because a lot of local people feel sorry if they, they put them, you know. And those are local people too. I'm not saying they're not local. I'm just saying that, you know, that happens. Those guys with the science, they make a lot of money. Guys in the mainland like that with the science, they make tons of money. They make more money than some minimum wage workers and they don't need to pay tax. How's that? How's that one, Hines? How's that one? Okay. But I'm just saying, you got to give something in exchange. So please don't don't enforce that that begging thing with the kids you got to teach the kids hey you know what you guys like raise money yeah go do one car wash go go to somebody's house say, hey you know we get we get four guys over here we can mow your lawn you know whatever you get lawn more we'll mow your lawn whatever you you know and we charge 25 bucks or whatever whatever you see get creative hawaiians right okay so Anyway, back to the relationship stuff I was talking about, right? Because we kind of got sidetracked off, off in the side. But, but you know, social media, right? Putting stuff on social media, you know, put, airing, airing your, your frustrations, you know. Ah, that, so this chick, right, from the radio station went on, you know, this son of a, you know, da-da-da. And he did that. And she let the whole world know about what was going on with her. She made herself look like a jackass, really. It you know the guys was looking at that and we was going oh glad wasn't me right but we was also looking at the guy and going brother must have done a good job <laughs> you know and and I mean but but the fact that she even did that because see women females are emotional beings right all right now the fact that she did that is in alignment with who she is because she's a female and females are emotional okay. But here's the thing, right? I see guys doing that. I see men doing that. I see men soliciting sympathy when they go to the hospital. Oh, I need your prayers. I'm in emergency. I mean, you know, what has society come to? You know what? If you're a man and you're in the emergency room, you know, wherever, whatever emergency room you're at, and you got some problems, suck it up and deal with it like a man. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of the day, nobody cares. Nobody cares if you're sitting there. What They may say a prayer for you. They may just put up the praying hands on, on Facebook. But you know what? You look like a wuss. I'm telling you. you you're like, oh, please pray for me. There is nothing more pitiful than a man doing that. Now, if a female does that, she's an emotional being. Right? It matters on how she feels. She's doing that to feel better. She's doing that to feel like there's people there for her and people like you, you know, that kind, right? All right. So so that's that's one thing we was gonna talk about is being on wuss on social media and soliciting sympathy. I don't know. This this is this is new. This is and when I say new, I'm talking like the last 15, 20 years maybe. This is still new, right? But bro, when I when I go through my feed and I see this, right? I unfriend these guys because, like, I don't want to be around a crowd of wussies, <laughs> you know, a bunch of mama's boys. And, and you know, I was one mama's boy until I was 12. And when I was 13, my uncle got a hold of me and he said, bro, come here. And and from that time on, it was it was gone, you know. And, and if it wasn't for my uncle, I tell you right now, if it wasn't for my uncle, I would have probably still been a mommy's boy. You know, you can always tell the mommy's boys, right? You can always tell the mommy's boys, 
they're the ones that are controlled by females because the mommies condition them. Okay, here's another life coaching side, right, for you guys. So moms condition these kids, okay, and they condition these kids for respect and this and that. I had a life coaching uh, client in my office the other day, and I sat down and, and we were talking about our son, and I said, please, do not make your boy a mommy's boy. She goes, yeah, well, I have to teach him to respect. And I said, respect is one thing. Do not have him become a gentleman. And and ladies, please, I know we get 20% female listeners right now. Do not encourage your sons to be gentlemen, please. Let them, let nature take its course with them, okay? They're not going to turn out to be serial killers or anything like, well, we hope, right? We hope, (laughs) but... Don't teach them to be gentlemen because you condition them for that woman that's going to come along one day, right? And take these boys and continue, continue that trend right into adulthood, right? And one day they're going to be sitting down with that 250-pound job at a hut, right? Pizza at a hut, right? Sitting on the couch, you know, eating bonbons, well, she makes your son go out and work hard and, and labor and do all this stuff, right? For her. For her. She could go and work her, right? But we used to come across chicks at the nightclub. See, because I see the other side of life. See, a lot of guys never see this side. A lot of guys have regular nine to fives, right? Whatever it is, if the income, if they're attorneys or if they're laborers, whatever. They got their regular nine to five, whatever they do, doesn't matter. They're at their nine to five, right? They're there five days a week, right? On the sixth day, it's it's running errands, it's getting haircuts, it's taking the kids to soccer. It's all. On the seventh day, what? Seventh day, church, and they go church or they, or they go family picnics, whatever they do, but that's the Sunday. Then Monday, they're back on, right? They're back on the mouse wheel. Okay. Now, when you condition your son to be a gentleman, right, he will be on that mouse wheel because there's certain things that that woman will tell him that's important. Okay. Well, the first thing that's important is you got to get a good job and you got to, you know, and you got to work hard. Well, he, while he's working hard. See, we see these chicks. Regular men do not see this kind of action. We see the chicks that are on Facebook, that are on Instagram, that are on TikTok, whatever, doesn't matter, right? And they're hugging the other half going, oh, this is, he worked so hard for our family. When I, and she's down my boy's house. She's down with my boys. My boys, you know, you see what I'm saying? And my boy, and I, I don't like mention names, but one of my boys was cranking these chicks and, and, we saw her, we went to the Facebook page because we was curious of who she was. And there she was with her husband, right? In the profile pic, right? Hugging the husband. I love him so much. He didn't. What was the reality? Well, the reality was when brother was working, right? And she was, she was down my boy's house and, and my boy was taking care of her. I don't mean, I'm not talking about my son. I'm talking about my boys. One of my boys. This guy used to work for me. And and people don't see that side. Okay. Here's another side you don't see. Okay. Gentlemen. Now, I'm not saying that you got to go check up on your wife or check up on your girlfriend. But I'm just saying, if you're single right now, 
and you're thinking of getting married and you cannot wrap your mind around a female sleeping with somebody else for whatever reason, okay, you shouldn't get married. You should not get married, okay? Because these chicks were at, well, ladies' night out. You, you know, ladies' night. You guys, you guys heard of ladies' night out? The night out with the girls? Okay, so this night out with the girls, right? Bro, my boys was pulling chicks out of, out of, <laughs> I don't like say it, but going bowling alley on the on the leeward side, going bowling alley, and they was pulling chicks out of there, and all these chicks was married, all these chicks had somebody, they had boyfriends, husbands, all of that, but they was on ladies' night out. So here's a good scenario about what happens in ladies' night out, and I can tell you guys because I've been there, right? Been there, saw this stuff. Okay, so so one of my boys, right? We would just we would just call him Eddie. That's not his real name, but we'll call him Eddie. So Eddie pulls this chick out of the bowling alley, right? And they go up, not to his house, not to his friend's house, to her best friend's house. And Eddie pulls this chick out of, right? And the best friend goes, oh, you can guys, you guys can go to my house. Here's a key. Nobody home. And they go up to her house, right? And they hunt a paw in, in her living room or, or I don't know. Her bed, living room, same, same. Her place, right? They come back to the bowling alley before last call. And they give her the keys. They give her the keys back. There you go, Hawaiians. <laughs> Most of these 9 to 5 brothers have no idea that this is going on. But I saw the other side. Why? Because we do events. Because we do parties. There was this one party, right? And and this guy wasn't my boy. This guy was a guy that was just working for us. At He was a subcontractor that we hired, right? But we knew him. We knew him and we didn't know him that good. But he wasn't one of my boys. But we hired him for a job. It was a daytime job. This is, I can tell you where it was. It was at Mililani Rec 5. This is, so you guys outside of Hawaii, there's this place in on Oahu, you know, where I am. And this place called Mililani is way up in the hills, okay? A couple things you need to know about Mililani. The girls that live in Mililani come to play in town. That's what they do, <laughs> okay? And anyway, but we was up, we was doing a party up there in Mililani on the hill. And we're doing a party up there, right? This girl, right, was hitting on my guy, like, the whole time. And, you know, when I say hitting, I, I'm talking about the way females hit, right? And she's walking past, back and forth, and she's looking. She's giving him the green light. And he's like, ah, oh, man, I, I see her doing that, but I don't like, I don't like. He packed up all the sound equipment, everything from the show, right? He's driving to the freeway. There's a there's a stoplight before the freeway. He is stopped at that intersection, right, in his truck. They pull up right alongside her and her girlfriends. And she has her number written on a paper. She opens the door. She runs over to his open window and throws the number in his lap and runs back in the car. How's that, Hawaiians? How's that, Hawaiians? How's that for a green light? You guys never seen action like that, huh? Yeah. Well, maybe you did, but I'm saying a lot of guys don't. A lot of guys never see this stuff. Okay. Now, I'm going to take it back to what I said in the beginning of the podcast. Okay. Females can can just, they, they, they do stuff like this under the wire. Okay. Because they have to. Because of their reputation. 
Okay, now females are just like dudes. We would have done that if you was a dude, right? You and dude, guys, listening to the podcast, you guys would do that, right? Of course, that's a that's a dude thing, right? But chicks do that too. They just don't do it out in the open is what I'm saying, right? But chicks can catch you. They will catch you. You know why? Because they do the same devious stuff you do. They just do them different. <laughs> they just do them different, okay? Bottom line is the same, but they do them different. They stealthy, Okay, they stealthy. That chick waited till the truck got to the stoplight. She got out and she went, she just went toss him right in his lap and she got right back in their car. Okay, she didn't stand on the road like some kind of desperado. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And she got right back in the car and the guy never followed up. He's like, he, you know, because we don't call him. We don't call him and we say, hey, did you ever the guy follow up with that, that chick? How was it? And he goes, oh, no, nah, bro. And then he told us what happened, right? And we saw that, bro. We saw this tons of times, tons of times. There was there was this chick that was was all boss, and she was watching me perform. I'll never forget this. Me, me and brother Sam, my my right hand, Sam, Sam Jam Spencer, and we're watching this thing go down. And this chick is leaning over in her chair, watching me, leaning over, leaning over. She fell right on her face, right in front of me in the ballroom. I couldn't even move. I couldn't move, Owens. I couldn't. I couldn't rush down and help her. I had to finish the show. The show kept rolling, <laughs> but the show kept going. We couldn't stop the show just because of that. We was being paid by the company we was there for, right? But I'm just saying, stuff like this happens all the time. I was getting that wasn't the green light. That was the green light on steroids, right? But I could have followed up on that. Well, by the time she, you know, by the time the party was over, she was toasted. She was all boss already, right? So, like, yeah, I couldn't follow up on that. But I'm just saying, this stuff happens all the time. And until you know how to, you know, spot the green lights, you, you're not going to know. You're not going to know. Females are stealthy. So, instead, okay, this is the moral to the stories, okay? Instead of of fooling around on a girl okay because she will catch you and your life will be a living hell okay now let me add to that uh your life will be a living hell okay if you go back if you go back if you fool around on a girl and then you go back okay because we know girls like that we know tons tons and tons and tons of examples and you go back guess what you know she, she girls pay you back Girls pay you back. It could be in the form of shopping sprees that you got to work hard for to pay off. It could be in the form of whatever, right? But at that point when you do that, I mean, she might stay married to you. She might stay in a relationship with you. But, bro, as far as you go, bro, you are you are now secondary. Maybe third, fourth, maybe, maybe nothing. This one girl I knew, her husband was nothing. Her husband was there, Right? Her husband was there, but he was, he was a simp. He was reduced to simp action. Because she was out with all kind guys, all kind boyfriends, all kind, right? And he had no knowledge. He had no, everybody else knew. <laughs> but he never know, right? And that's how good chicks are. So, you know, it is better to break up with a chick, right? And these guys, okay, so men live in scarcity. Women live in abundance, okay? Women live in abundance because, yeah, there's tons of guys that would be with them. Right? Tons. I don't care. And, you know, there are guys, right? And we know this from the radio and, and, and doing the, the stuff we do with the blind date stuff on the radio and all that stuff, right? 
And so these guys all come out of the woodwork, right? So guys will come out of the woodwork for girls. It doesn't work the other way around, okay? You're not going to have a line of chicks lining up for this random dude that just broke up with somebody, right? So, so yeah, these are some of the things that, that you guys need to think about. It's better to break up with a chick. But because guys live in lack, what they do, they're like, oh, man, oh, I can't break up with her. No, we're all going to get action, right? right? Okay? Well, let me tell you something, guys. Let me, let me just reassure you, okay? You may not have a line of chicks lining up for you, okay? But there are women everywhere. There is love every place. There are females all around. And these girls would be more than happy to hook up with you if you have a job, if you're a decent salamander. You see what I'm saying? But don't fear. Don't don't live in lack and fear like, oh, if I break up with her and oh, she's not treating me right, but I, I got to take them because if not, I'm going to be left with nothing. No, you cannot think like that. That's living in lack. You got to live in abundance like girls do. They live in abundance because a girl knows if it ain't you, it's going to be somebody else. And she's good with that. Girls are not sitting home crying in their ice cream on the couch when you leave them. They may be eating ice cream on the couch to, to you know, calm their nerves a little bit. Or maybe that one hour. You know, that one hour when she's feeling rejection. After that, bro, she's down the gym. She's working out. She's down the club with her lipstick on, making friends, boo. <laughs> Let me tell you. So, yeah. Anyway. But we just wanted to shed some light on that, okay? So seeking sympathy on social media, don't do it, okay? You look like a wuss, okay? I don't care. And these older guys doing them, right? Come on, you guys. You guys from the old school, stop it already. You guys acting like girls, okay? And I'm talking to you men that are doing this. Stop it already. Now, you girls that are doing it, we understand. You're emotional beings. That's what girls do, okay? Go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> you know, but guys, come on, man. And then, and then, and then girls, okay? Um, girls, if, you know, it is, it is better for you, uh, to, to stay with your husbands for support. If you're married, uh, we understand, okay? But, um, but girls, you too can be with somebody better. You too can be in a better situation. You don't have to drag brother through the mud, okay? Cause that brings bad karma. Okay, something bad gonna happen. You watch, then look around. Something bad gonna happen. Okay, so you know what the bottom line is. Yeah, just just be nice to each other, take care of each other, and remember, we're all local people, and we all gotta get along. Because oh, sorry, I gotta go, Alliance. Hopefully, you guys got some valuable tips today. We kind of went all over the place, but yeah. Ah, we gotta say mahalo to our sponsors, Island Club and Spa. Brother Randy, Sister Jerry. Ah, yeah. Also, to Voice Master Enterprises, Family of Service Companies, and AFMHawaiiMusic.com. Oh, wow. I'm Junior Gigawama Jr. Until the next time, mahalo and aloha.